Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. Shining Birds Sing, it's Dave from Real, and thanks so much for joining me on the podcast once again, where every day I hope to bring you helpful hints and tips that I hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. So regardless of if you're buying your first home or seeking to expand your portfolio of properties, or maybe you're a real estate agent from somewhere around the world and you're just looking to apply some great ideas and excellent strategies for the benefit of your own career. Well, I hope you found a home here on the podcast. And if you have, and you're enjoying borrowing from my 23 years of experience as a real estate agent and auctioneer, then I do suggest that you subscribe away to ensure that you're receiving notifications whenever we release a new episode. And tonight we're talking about evening inspections. And are they effective? When to use them? when not to? Well, are evening inspections effective? The answer to that is yes, but not always. So when are they? Early days of the campaign, I suggest, is the best time to use those midweek inspections. And when would you hold one? I would say if you're looking for maximum value from your midweek inspection, then evening time is the time. Evening time, depending on your marketplace, of course, and the way that people circulate around your area. But in my marketplace, that's after traditional business hours at 5.30, 6.30, 7 o'clock even. Uh, all good times to be conducting evening inspections. But I guess every home has uh, responds differently to different times of day and different lighting. And so you've got to be really conscious of that um, before you propose this to a prospective vendor. Or if you are, you are a home seller yourself, then this is something that you would want to really consider objectively. We'll go through your home at the proposed time of inspection, if that's, say, 6.30 in the evening, and see what your home looks like. And if it does show the home in a positive light, then, you know, by all means, go for it because there's no harm in exposing your property to the market in the evening time and it can benefit you, especially in the early days of a campaign. Is it something I'd be suggesting to people to be doing you know, for the first four or five weeks of the campaign? Absolutely not. But for the first week or two, it can be an effective selling tool. So we release our properties to the market here without a price for the first weekend. Now, understandably, that can be frustrating for some. And so we do look to get a price on the property after the first inspection and normally within 24 hours of that. And so by the Sunday or the Monday, we've got a price on the property that we can share with buyers. Often that'll kick up some degree of interest from those that either sat, down, sat, out, sat it out, sat it on the bench and waited for a price to emerge before they exposed themselves as prospective purchasers. Or perhaps they just missed that open inspection or were prepared to because there wasn't the price there and found their way somewhere else at the same time as we had our open on the weekend. And so by getting back to these buyers and informing them of the price release, it can have the effect of stimulating interest that wasn't there at the first inspection. Of course, the interest that was there at the first inspection is compounded by that newfound interest that we get at the midweek inspection. And so our idea with our midweek inspection in the first week of release is to get those people that attended on the Saturday or the Sunday in competition with the people that have now seen the price, that are now engaged, that come along on the Wednesday or the Thursday evening. And so this has proven to be an effective formula for us over recent times and is no more effective than when we hit daylight savings hours because, of course, daylight savings provides us with an extra hour or two 
of great selling time at a time of day or evening that most people find themselves uh, or can get away from their responsibilities. Of course, Saturdays and Sundays are often busy for a lot of people now and Saturdays are often a busy work day. They're effectively a trading day and if you're not working but you're a family person, there's every chance that the the weekend is filled with kids' sporting activities and their social activities, let alone yours that might pop up on the Sunday. So effectively there is no clear air for real estate anymore. Of course, 50 years ago when uh, industries were highly regulated in terms of their opening hours, real estate had Sunday all to itself. Now, of course, that's well and truly gone. And so real estate competes against the distraction of retail, sporting events, festivals, all of these things coalesce to cause people any, uh, any, well, to create reasons for people not to go along at the traditional open inspection times. And so the less traditional times of the evening seem to be better suited to the busy families and those people that uh, work full time and just wouldn't mind spending the weekend doing something other than going to open inspections. So we find that uh, by releasing our properties to the market on the weekend without a price, by the time we've got a price on there, we've got plenty of people to talk to with respect to, hey, we've got a price release and we've got a follow-up inspection. And so using that follow-up midweek inspection uh, as a uh, creates a sense of urgency because if you're a buyer interested from the first inspection, then you now know that you don't have a whole week until somebody else sees the home. So it's going to certainly give you a sense, maybe even imbue you with a sense of loss uh, if you don't act now or act at the next inspection, the midweek inspection. And so there's every chance if you're an interested buyer that saw the property on the first inspection on the Saturday or the Sunday and you see an evening inspection on the Wednesday or Thursday evening after that first open, you're probably going to go along to that. You want to go along for a couple of reasons. One, to reconnect with the property to see if, if it does really suit you both and to see if you have that same connection with the property the second time as you did the first time, but also to suss out who else might be interested and to the degree that there may be competition from other prospective purchasers. And that's my job is, as an agent is to create some degree of competition, whether that's actual or inferred. And with the early midweek inspections, we find that it's usually actual. And so if we can create a dynamic and a scenario where early buyers that are introduced to the campaign come into competition with people that come to the property after the price is released and bring those people together into a singular inspection that's at a time that's convenient for everyone, well, to me, that just seems like a sane strategy. But it seems a whole lot less sane week four, week five. And the reason for that is because that early pent-up interest, that, that major first inspection or two, so well attended has well and truly fallen away. The best of the buyers in the marketplace have made a determination that the property is not, your property is not right for them. And so have moved on. And so come week three, week four, if you're doing evening open inspections, the agent could well be standing there by themselves and they become all the less effective. And why? Well, because by week three, week four, the property stopped generating its own 
highly dedicated line of inquiry and is now more reliant on the activity, the, uh, the passive activity that's going on elsewhere in that particular real estate market. And so needs to piggyback more from that activity in order to encourage greater numbers through. And that's where the weekend open inspections have a greater effect for those properties when you're now dealing with the few and not the many. And here's the other thing. You don't really want to be doing a midweek inspection, having one person turn up, and that person being at the open by themselves for half an hour and actually being interested. Why? Because they don't actually see anybody else interested. And so the competition is, well, it's all that more difficult for the agent to infer because it does actually appear to be non-existent. And so it's a really careful balance between uh, the midweek inspections and the open inspections on the weekend, the frequency of both, because depending on your marketplace, you can overexpose a property very quickly by doing a lot of midweek inspections. And so we reserve our midweek inspections for after hours, evening time work to the first weekend weekend uh, sorry for the first week or two. Come week three, week four, we're much more judicious about it and it would be highly dependent on the level of inquiry a particular property is receiving as to whether or not we would pursue midweek twilight inspections after the first couple of weeks on the market. So that's how we're playing it. That's what's working really well. I would suggest to agents that haven't experimented with twilight inspections or evening inspections that... It's a great time to do it. If you're looking to re-release a property that's been on the market for some time, it definitely shows the vendor that you've got great endeavour and that you're doing all you can in order to get the property sold and it might just flush out that extra couple of buyers that you need in order to get the sale across the line. If you're new to the market and you're releasing and you want to make the absolute most of that first week on the market, then my best suggestion would be to put a time aside with the agent midweek after your first open inspection to allow those buyers that loved it in the first week a chance to come through and have a look and those buyers that maybe couldn't have made it on the weekend because of their other commitments, whether that be social or work or whatever it might be, gives them a chance to get there as well. And if you're like me and release without a price, well, that's just going to have a compounding effect and work all the better for you. So I'm Dave from Real. I hope you enjoy the podcast. I hope you enjoy the helpful hints and tips and there'll be a whole lot more coming to you over the coming days. I'll look forward to speaking with you next time. And so the midweek open inspection gives those buyers that were waiting on the fence for a price an opportunity to come out and view. Now, we don't advertise the midweek inspection until after that first inspection and until after the price is released. Why? Because we want to build momentum into our campaign. We've already enjoyed the early momentum of having a new release and we want to throw some fuel on the fire by getting the price out there and then issuing a new inspection time, which Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday evening time is my preferred time. It's a great alternative for people that had come to the weekend open inspections that want to pop back and revisit the property and great for buyers that can pop by after work or on their way home from work who kind of think, now the price is out there, I like that, it's around my ballpark, I might pop in and have a look and if I like it, I might get my partner to come through and have a look with me on the weekend. Um, now, th- these open inspections have been especially useful um, and generally have served as a great opportunity to bring 
the early buyers in competition with those that were sitting on the fence. Now, a great example of this is a property that we'd sold recently in Hillbank. Released without a price, our expectations were sitting around the $400,000 mark. It's a property I knew very well and uh, knew the vendors very well, having met them in the early days of my career. Although this was the first property that I was selling for them, although I'd sold for friends and family previously. These guys um, didn't want to make the mistake of underpricing or overpricing. It's natural and... Um, and when I discussed price with them, they were pretty realistic. And I would say that in this case, because I had such an open relationship with them, I was probably less of an appraiser and more just there in agreement with them and thinking, yep, I think we can probably get that 400 mark. If there's a little bit more out there, we'll find it. But 400 seems to be a safe space. Now, it was a particularly unique property. There's not too many out there that are like this particular home. And so that can be, of course, a positive um, or it can prove to be a negative. Normally, the longer an unusual or unique property is on the market, the more it becomes a negative. But it's uh, idiosyncrasies, uh, a property's idiosyncrasies and, um, and interesting features uh, often uh, warmly received uh, early on in a campaign and certainly was the case with this particular property. So we released the property to market on the, uh, on the Sunday and we've had a dozen people through and out of the dozen people, most are in the high 300s to early 400s with one buyer intimating that they may be interested around the $410,000 mark. Fantastic. So in accordance with that, we've price guided with the bottom end in alignment with the top end of the feedback. And at that stage, it was a little bit more than what we'd expected. It was at 409 to 449. Now, if it wasn't for that 410 buyer, our price probably would have been 399 to 429. And look, even if it had priced it in accordance with that, I don't think the vendors would have been terribly upset. They would have been certainly happy with anything more than 400. But I just felt that we could be cheeky. Why? Because we were not only were we releasing that price, but we were releasing it in concert with the midweek inspection. So if I'd got the price a little bit wrong, the midweek inspection was probably going to be uh, less attended, um, wasn't going to create uh, great competition, and we can make that adjustment before we get to the next weekend. But I felt we had nothing to lose in stretching for a little bit more, given the feedback wasn't terribly far away. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Day Sovereign Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes and we look forward to bringing you more next week.